Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Where is Sydney? That's it, Queensland. Silver Fiji. That's it, Queensland. Where is Bowerville? That's it, Queensland. Queensland's everywhere. Queensland's everywhere. Yes, indeed. And again, uh, our thanks to uh, to all of Queensland. And it's uh, quite likely now, and I think it's almost locked in, that uh, this year's NRL Grand Final will actually be played at Suncorp Stadium. That announcement has not been made as yet, um, but I, I think it will happen. And as we know, the, the games have been north of the border in the Sunshine State uh, for many, many weeks now. So again, our thanks to Queensland and our thanks to Steve Renoff uh, here on Higher Ground. He's been a, a weekly regular throughout the season. And uh, the Pearl is uh, brought to you courtesy of Deadly Choices, which he's a, an ambassador of, I think is, is the right way to put it. And Deadly Choices aims to empower Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people uh, towards healthier, a happier life by eating healthy, exercising daily, and also eradicating sugar, smokes, and, and booze from their diet. Uh, Steve Renoff, thank you for joining me, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, Chris. Uh, another good week of rugby league, uh, depending oh. who you who you follow. <laughs> Jeez, a busy one. A lot of different things. Oh happening. my lord! Actually, we'll, we'll touch on the Latrell incident a little bit later as well. Yeah. I, I want to get your your opinion. Uh, on that, yeah. um, as a, as a former former centre, and um, and you know you know Latrell pretty well. Uh, let's start. Let's start now. Uh, will there be a Queensland team in the NRL finals? Right, that's the big question. So, the Titans have lost by the narrowest of margins uh, to Newcastle, fifteen yeah. fourteen. Um, Mitchell Pearce was, uh, I think, man of the match for that one, winning uh, drop goal from him. Yeah. But the Titans, and I think last week when I spoke to you, you thought they would make the eight. It's looking increasingly difficult for them now. Uh, they need to win their last game of the regular season this weekend against the Warriors, and they need a couple of other results to go their way. Yeah, well, it, it is. I mean, they, they're still in with a chance. Um, you know, obviously been beaten by, by, you know, the one point last week. It's disappointing, you know, watching that game, um, they're a better team than what, what they, what they how they played. I, I thought they'd have every, every opportunity to win that match, but it, it, they just struggled at the, at the finish line with a lot of lot of parts of their, their game. And that's, it's, as a coach, you'd be disappointed because I thought after all this time, you know, we talked about them defensively. So they, they defended really well. It was a low, really comparable a low scoring match um but they they still didn't get the two points so uh for me watching that i was frustrated i thought they they could have quite easily uh, with, with the way they were playing um could have taken better options and they could have won that one mm. they've been they've been so inconsistent throughout the year haven't they you yeah. just um they, they 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 can do anything you know in times at matches but they don't seem to be able to sort of hang in there for the full 80 you know they have they're in and out of games which has been a, a bit of a, a constant trend for them what do you make of David Fafita coming off the bench look I, I think um, 
to, to be honest with, with Dave, and I, I even think Brisbane were similar with him and, and players like him, it, it, you know, coming off the bench, I mean, that, that, I think that'll change over the pre-season because they're going to sit down and they're going to talk to him, they're going to they're gonna coach him, they're going to train him. I, I reckon that's something they really need to approach um, is how they're using him. And so, look, I think he has the effect. Obviously, he comes off, you know, off the bench, scores a try. But the thing is, he he needs to be looking at more, obviously, more minutes in a game. Um, so, so for me, I, I think he's also smart about how they play him when he's out there. Like we can't just stick him out wide in the centres or on that ridge and just give it, give him the ball flat footed and, and go, David here, do your best. I, I think their halves. I think you know, coaches need to look at the halves and just go, well. Um, we, we need to look at how mm. yeah, we can create opportunities for him. Yeah. You're not giving him the ball flat-footed, and, mate, here, do your best. Well, all the good edge runners have very good halves inside them, and they all sort yeah. of work in sync, don't they? But I guess the, the yeah. problem there is that they've sort of been chopping and changing a bit this year through the halves in the Titans, so therein probably lies the answer. The Knights, Pearl, uh, so they're seventh on the ladder. That won't change. Um can they challenge the other the other guys in the finals? Do you think on their day, uh, Pierce and Clifford? Nope. Pierce and Clifford seem to be combining pretty well in the halves, but but again, you know, they were well below their best last weekend. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as I said, it was a low scoring match, and um, you know, either team could have won that. And, and so once again, I, they, they, I don't think they're up to the standard of the top four, to be honest. And I've, I've sort of mentioned that, you know, it's sort of the top four than the rest, to be honest. Um, or five, and um, so you know Newcastle will challenge. Okay, I, I, I think um, you know I don't I don't think they'll go too much further. They they really got to um, play a lot better than what they have been. Jake Clifford, how how good's he been? He's you know he's le- left the uh, the Cowboys yeah, mid season, and he, uh, sorry you, he, yeah, he's yeah. left the Cowboys and. Um, mate, he's playing some really good rugby league. No, he's league. good, and I think he's taking a fair bit of pressure off Pierce. And I think I'm right in saying yeah. um, together they the team is unbeaten. Uh, they are unbeaten as a halves combination. And I think with Ponga, Ponga, Pierce, Clifford, and and Best, um, I think I'm right in saying that when all four of those play too, they haven't lost a match. But I, I agree with you. I think they might just be a little bit off the pace compared to the other ones. The Cowboys ended their ten match losing streak. Val Holmes, <laughs> Val Holmes started in the centres. Um, and Coach Todd Payton says that that is an option possibly going forward. Um, what's his best position, you think, Val Holmes? Yeah, look, I, we, we, I think we might have chatted about this. I, I'd like him at centre. Um, you know, obviously he, he's been on the wing, and, and look, he had that magic year with Origin and with the Australian team during that World Cup and scored, you know, a trillion tries or whatever it was, um, but off the wing, but... I mean, a, a good wing is going to do that. You'll finish, you know, you'll finish uh, off an off a end of a great back line and that's your job, you know. And um, he, he was playing outside of a lot of good players uh, during that, that tournament. So, um, but I think to get more out of him, because um, um, they've, got, they've got the option, uh, you know, with the hammer at fullback, I think he's, mm. he's a lot more suited there. That uh, Val, I think going forward, he's, he's going to be a centre. Todd Payton's future? Yeah, look, I, I, I think he's okay. I mean, he's got to be happy with that win. You know, um, look, it, it's been, it's just been one of those seasons for him. And um, I, I think, 
you know, he's got to work really hard on, on getting this group together. I'm sure he is. Um, getting this group together and getting them to believe in themselves and, you know, not get too heavy on them and, and just go along. I mean, he, he's he's jumped, he, you know, he, he's come across to a team that, that not that long ago is very, very successful. So he, he's he's like the outsider. So he's got to make himself fit. Mm. All right, let's move on to your boys, the Broncos, and uh, they went down to the Sharkies. Sharkies, uh, I guess, more desperate, weren't they? Because they yeah. they really needed to win to keep their finals hopes alive, and uh, they are in eighth position now, 24-16. Um, pretty scrappy match. Um, what represents success for, for the Bronx, for Kevy and the Bronx next season, Pearl? Top eight? Yeah, look... Yeah, well, they they got to they got to had some something to look forward to, you know, to to aim at, and I think that that is. I mean, look, and we, look, we all agree that they come a long way um, this year, which is great. Uh, you know, for the second half of the season, that that was that was they sort of dropped back into their old habits. It was a bit frustrating. It was like, you know, drop ball and those mistakes just just cost them. I mean, they had every chance to win that match. Uh, I think, you know, late in the match, they had an opportunity even, you know, with five minutes out, they, you know, there was a drop ball, I think. One, I think it was might have been Bullymore dropped the ball uh, on second or third tackle, uh, running to the line. And it's just, it, that sort of stuff is what, what frustrates you as a, an ex-player and a spectator. And you go, you know, it, it's a simple thing. You know, you know we, we, were, we weren't all perfect, um, but they got to learn that in those those situations, you just hold on to the ball. Um, you know, I, I don't know what was going on there. You, we go back to the match, um, you know, with with uh, Eastern Suburbs and we lost it right at the end. You know, it was a drop ball, I think, by Flagler or one of the other forwards. And it's just like, you know, it, they're the simple little things that they need to get right. And they had, every, as I said, they had every every opportunity to win that match, um, but, the, but they just couldn't get over the line. We we have said before. Sorry, I just dropped out there. We have said before. You know, the, the Broncos have improved pretty much week on week on week yeah. out. Um, what's your takeaway for this season? And what, what what are some of the the good things, the positives out of this year? Well, they're competing for for the eighty minutes. So as they've shown, even though we got beaten on the weekend, they've done. And look at it. Look at when they played the Roosters. We're in it till the end. We we're not thrown in the towel. That's a that's a big shift to where we were. And I, I think Kevy and the coaching team there have got these guys to believe in themselves. I think the move, you know, moving on a, a few of the players has, has been a positive as well for the group. And, you know, now Kevin can concentrate. And they, we've got to remember, they're still young, but, you know, that realisation and uh, the belief uh, that they're building there is that they can win games. And, you know, they, they can compete with the best. It's just about doing that week to week and holding in for 80 minutes. And the good thing is they, they haven't been getting, you know, walloped. Uh, they've been holding in. They're, they're, mm. you know, still five minutes out from the end of the, you know, the game last week. They were still in with a chance. Yeah. Uh, in that game, uh, your Deadly Choices, that's your, your well, not your charity. It's the group that you do a lot of work for. Um, they were involved at the weekend. Were the Broncos wearing socks? What was that all about? Tell us more. Yeah, mate, we, we, we got a uh, community push for um, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people right across the country, wherever. We, you know, we have a footprint, obviously, in Queensland, New South Wales and, and, and other states about our people going to get vaccinated. And, look, this is, you know, we're, we're very serious about this and we're, why we do this 
campaigns. We do a lot of social media, and it was just a way we use our partners. Who, you know, Brisbane Broncos are one of our, you know, our longest partner with Deadly Choices, and you know that they, they 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 assisted with. Uh, you know, we put. You know, we created these socks about stepping up uh, to get the vaccine uh, for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, and you know, it's just we're really concerned that um, you know. Uh, not all, you know, the, the numbers we need for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people to get vaccinated isn't where um, it, it probably should be. I know everyone has a choice, but, um, you know, um, I'll just look what's happening in, in Western Sydney and there was a death today of an Indigenous man out there. Um, and the thing is, with our, we have a lot of chronic disease and, you know, and so we need to make sure that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, and that's our role mm. um, with our Daily Choices program and the Institute for Urban Disease Health, that everyone's going, getting out to get their vaccination, and Absolutely. it's so important. So that's 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 where the socks were about, yep. and it, it's something we're really trying to stress uh, to our people. Oh, good, mate. Well, we'll do everything we can to echo those thoughts as well, yeah. um, but it's tough times, and we've all got to get out there and, and get it done. Latrell Mitchell, briefly, Steve. Um, the incident with Joey Manu, um, it, it was it was an awful incident, an ugly ugly incident, and it's had a it's a real knock on effect. Um, coach has been fined, clubs been fined, other things have happened as well. Yeah. Joey's undergone surgery; he's gone for the season. Latrell's now gone for the season as well. There were people, many many people, saying it should have been an instant send off, and um, I think the NRL have probably agreed in hindsight that mm. that it should have been. My initial standpoint was, I don't want to stop Latrell Mitchell um, that type of that side to his game. You know, he lives on the edge and he he's aggressive and that's fine. But I guess he's just got to learn to control himself. And you're always running a risk that something could go wrong when you run into a defender leading the way he did. Yeah, look, uh, there's no excuse and. You know, we and I love Latrell. I love the footy he's been playing this year. Wayne has, you know, and South have got the best out of him, and he does not need that in his game. And he, he's really got to look hard at that. Um, that you know, when I saw that, and I didn't see it live, but I, I did watch it back, and I wasn't sure what people were going with it. But he attacked the head, and it was aggressive, and he. You can't tell. He really needs to get out there. He's had too many other instances as well um, in his history. Uh, you know, go back. I don't know what game it was. He he's kicked someone, kicked back and kicked someone in the head, and he's actually attacked the head of another player. In oh, the he's got game. a few prize. He's got a few prize, and, so and yeah, yeah. He, he just needs to rein it he, in. Look, love. He's just got to rein it in. Yeah. He, he's such a great player, but um, you know, I, I've said, and and if anyone can do it, Wayne can. But the thing is. There's a big responsibility and, and there's repercussions for that and he, he's got to learn that very quickly. Mm. All right, Stevie, thanks for jumping on the line. Make like you do each Monday. We'll do it again next week and uh, hopefully uh, for Queensland's sake, they, they might have a team in the top eight if, if things go the right way <laughs> for, for the Gold Coast Titans. Take care, mate. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no worries, Chris. Thanks, mate. There he is, the Queensland legend himself, Steve Renoff, a, a friend of the program on Monday nights here on Higher Ground, and he's brought to us and to you uh, courtesy of Deadly Choices.